Thank you for tuning in to Monday Morning Conversation with Pastor Jay and T. Drake. Grab your coffee, tea or milk and let's talk about the topic for today. Let's get the conversation going. Hello, this is Pastor Jay, and I'm sorry to interrupt your normal scheduled broadcast with this emergency PSA announcement. Please listen closely. Thank you. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walker Truth Radio Network, and I have a PSA announcement. Yes, I do mean a PSA announcement. We have an alert, so please tune in, share, because we have an update from our own podcasting godmother t drake god's gift through his word she has been attacked by the chameleon shark let's see how she's fared tanika are you alive are you well <laughs> hey pastor jay yes i'm i'm in one piece <laughs> did you survive the attack <laughs> yes i did almost didn't make it out but i'm i'm, I'm here you're here all right okay so let's just get right into it. Tell us how the chameleon shark attacked you. Okay, so I'm going to set the stage. This individual that I've known years ago, we're going to make that clear, years ago, I have nothing to do with this person, even erase this person's name out of my phone. So I didn't know who was contacting me. So this individual contacted me at nighttime and introduced themselves just by saying hi, a friendly text, hello. And my reply was, who is this? So hold on, hold on. Let's not, let's not just gloss over some stuff. You said okay. that this person hadn't contacted you in how long? Years. How many years? Come on, we need to be more specific. Let's see. Possibly three years. So this man has been MIA, missing in action, shark underwater, no see the shark, can't see him. For three years. And yeah. then you get the phone call. Or the, the text. text. And then the phone okay, call. Okay, <laughs> you get the text. Let's start at the text again. Yes. Okay, so the text being with him, introducing himself, saying hi. Not his name, just a hi. So, of course, I don't know where that came from. So my response was, who is this? A question mark. Then the person put back, their name, I'm not going to disclose their name, but they said their name, and I wrote back, who is this? I, I don't, I didn't recall. Cause I didn't <laughs> okay, okay, T, so he texted you, and what did he say? Okay, so during the texting, he had said hi, and then after that, I said, who is this? Then he said his name. Of course, I didn't recall his name. So then after that, and I said, who is this? Again, because he still didn't know his name. He sent his picture, sent his picture through text. And at that so, point, at that point, yeah. you didn't, and I want to, and I just want to go through this by the steps. The shark contacted you, the million tech contacted you by text. And then he expected, because he's been in your life before, that you would remember who he was just by saying hi in his phone number and you question it and then he sent you a picture to remind you of who he is. 
Right, because I didn't have any, you know, I didn't save his number. Right. There's no need to. So, yeah, he had to remind me by showing me a photograph of him. Of course, because he's drifted away three years old. I mean, why would you continue to remember his number unless you put the name in there, but you didn't? And he, but, right. but think about this. He expected you to know who he was. Exactly. Because a shark, the chameleon shark believes that they're God's gift to womankind, but go ahead. <laughs> so after all of that, there were a lot of whys and why you contact me and all of that. That's, well, from your, that's from your end to him. You're asking him why. Yes. Are you doing right. this through text? The call hasn't happened yet, right? Right. No call has happened yet. And he was not responding to all the different whys. Why are you contacting me? Why Why are you reaching out? I was doing a lot of whys. So before I could write any more whys, he called me. Okay. So when he called me, I answered and I said, hello. He said, hello. And I paused. And he said, are you there? I said, I'm here. Okay. Stop right there for a second. So we have the texting back of why did not convince the shark to move on. But what it did was he, he believed he needed to take it to another level because you were asking, why are you contacting me? But he believed that he had to put more into the game. So he called you. You didn't ask him to call right. you, but he decided no. he has to continue to pursue to get the prey that he wants. So he calls you. So begin the conversation go ahead okay so as i'm asking him why and there was a very long pregnant pause and he said hello are you there i said i'm here now this in my head like what does he want so i'm just listening he's like so i'm i'm sorry i haven't contacted you and it's been a long time i said it's been years that's my thing to him i said it has been years why are you contacting me now i mean now he's like oh well I thought of you. I was like, now? Yeah. <laughs> he right. Said, you ran, you ran across my thoughts. I was like, like right now. <laughs> so he's thinking of you now. Three years right. has passed. Three Christmases have passed. Three Valentine's Day. Three summers. Three birthdays. <laughs> and now he thinks of you. Isn't it coincidental that it's during? Cuffing season, pay attention, people. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, <laughs> the first holiday of cuffing season. Pay right. attention, people. We couldn't make this up. Go ahead. Okay, so he had asked me after he had apologized profusely that he's sorry that he had disappeared. He had asked me if there was anything new before he started telling me some other stuff. He asked me if anything new. I said, no, same old, same old. He said, oh, do you have somebody? I said, yeah, I'm in a relationship. I have somebody. And he said, oh, okay. He's like, well, I hadn't reached out to you because I had some deaths in the family. I lost this person. I lost that person back to back. And COVID didn't make it any easier. I said, well, I'm sorry. My condolences for your losses. Stop right said, there. You know, Stop right there. So the first thing he throws at you is asking about you. He wants to get some information from you about your status of availability. Right. Mm -hmm. And you throw him the bone. You say, I got somebody. But see, the chameleon shark is not not worried about that. He's not concerned about that. He's going to press on. So then Mm -hmm. he says that this this year has been tough to him. And now he goes in for the nurturing kill. He says, I've lost some people and COVID hasn't made it any better. 
So now he's trying to play on, whether it's true or not, he's trying to play on your nurturing, caring, and what is worse than losing loved ones like we all have during this year. So for the chameleon shark, this is great bait. COVID is great bait because you can say you lost loved ones. You lost people that you care for. You lost friends. You lost families. You lost the person down the street. (laughs) But you're hurting because of that. So he's appealing to the hurt that he's having, even though you told him that you have somebody. So he's going to continue. Go ahead. Right. So next thing he says is that after all of these losses, he became extremely depressed. So he was so depressed that I'm not involved, you know, during this time, but he says that he had thought about taking his life, committing suicide. What? Hope stop. (laughs) Bells and whistles, bells and whistles, folks. He went from appealing to her nurturing to one step higher. I'm depressed behind my loss and I am contemplating suicide. Now think about this, people. I want you to think about this. He never stated his availability and status. He didn't come back after she said she was available or I don't have anybody or yeah, I'm with somebody. He was trying to pick her for her information. And once he got that, he moved on to now he has to paint himself in the light of being in need. And the only person can help me out of my depression is T. Drake. Go ahead. Well, so he continues to tell the story about what he was doing for suicide, how he was going to do it. So, of course, he let me know he was in my city of San Pedro to go and do this suicide mission. And he said he left his his phone in his truck and he decided to hop over the guardrail where we have a lot of these things at this unique park that passenger you actually went to. And so at this park, there are guardrails you're not supposed to overcross because you can plummet to your death. So he got over there and said he got over the guardrail and he sat on the edge of the cliff. Stop. <laughs> so he comes to your city because he's depressed. And he's come to your city and to commit suicide, but he didn't call you in your city to commit suicide. He actually came to where you are. He knows you're there. But he doesn't call you during this time. He leaves his phone in his car and he goes to this beautiful cliff that I've seen. And he's going to sit on the cliff and jump off the cliff. Yes. His his feet, he sits down and begins to contemplate life's revelations and, and all that he's been through. The loss of friends and family and the depression that he's in. And he's ready to end it all. He left his phone. His feet are dangling. He's crossed over the guardrail. What happens next? Well, he proceeds to tell me about him swinging his legs back and forth where he's sitting on the cliff. So he said to me, on his third swing, he was going to swing and plummet down. On his third swing? Yes. One, a two... (laughs) A three and we're going to plummet. (laughs) Well, obviously, one, two, three happened, but there was no plummeting because he's telling you about this. 
Pray tell me, what happened to the plummeting? Well, on his second swing, he said he stopped before he did his third, and he said he looked out and saw how beautiful, <laughs> how beautiful the area was where he was, and he said, oh, I didn't have my phone oh. to take a picture. Oh, God. I'm over here having convulsions. People, we can't make this up. This is this is classic. He's hitting every button that I've talked about. Okay? Ladies, pay attention. He thought epiphany. Before I do the third swing, I see how beautiful it is. And I wish I had my phone now because I want to take a picture. I wish I had my phone. So he gets up, obviously, and goes and gets his phone. And then what does he do? Well, does he call you? He, Hold on, does he call no, you? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't call me. Oh, he doesn't call you. What does he do now? No. What does he do he now? He just, well, from what he said, he just gets back to his truck. He took his little picture, and then he said he had a thought. Uh oh, that he epiphany. Should not take his life. <laughs> he should not take his life because he's he. He got more to live for. Right. He has to live for the bootay. <laughs> Go ahead. So he said to me, and I, I, I questioned him. So I said, well, why wouldn't you call me if you're in my area? You didn't call me. He's like, I know I didn't call you. He's like, and this is what he said. I felt too embarrassed about that. And I didn't want your troubles. I didn't want my trouble to be your troubles. So I didn't call and tell you. I said, what? So at the time, he didn't want his troubles to weigh on your troubles, but he's weighing you with his troubles today. Now, exactly. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So then he said he has been in therapy. Oh! <laughs> now we have a twist to the tale of the suicidal depressed booty mm -hmm. call shark the shark is now in therapy mm -hmm. because he wants to be a, a chameleon but he is a shark and he's in therapy for, for 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 wanting to harm himself and being depressed and not knowing that he didn't want to kill himself so he's in therapy and he's telling you his problems, but he didn't want to tell you his problems then, and that may weigh on you, but they're weighing on you now and you can handle them now because but his embarrassment didn't stop him from calling today. Right. Ladies, listen. Listen. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so he said that he had told his therapist about me. What, okay. And what? What? what, what, what? <laughs> of all the things to talk to my therapist about, why would I be telling my therapist about you? Right. And I ain't talked to you in three years. Is it right. my problem that I'm about to kill myself, harm myself, jump off the cliff into the blue yonder ocean? But no, my therapist, somehow or another, it comes up about you. Now, let's go back just for a few minutes. This man has other women, correct? Yes. This man told you at a time past that when he left you three years ago, that he was dealing with another woman, right? Right. Okay, it's funny. I wonder, did he tell them about all his women or he's just going to tell the part he told about you? So let's proceed. Mm -hmm. 
You can't make this up, Saints. You better listen. <laughs> okay, so I asked him, well, why did you tell your therapist about me? He's like, oh, well, because at the time, I know you wanted me to be more expressive and talk to you, but I didn't. I would always distance myself. And I, I replied to him. I said, well, whatever we could have had then, you know, it's gone. He's like, I know. He's like, I effed up. He said, I effed up whatever kind of booty call we could have had. He's like, because this is not a booty call. Stop. I was like, okay. <laughs> now we must analyze that. He has showed you what is more important. Mm -hmm. He didn't F up the relationship of not calling you. He mm -hmm. F'd up what the relationship brings. The booty call. The booty call. He was sorry that he had contact you, but he F'd up the booty call by not contacting you. What? <laughs> And he's deeply depressed and you need to be, he needs to be talked off the ledge because part of his depression is he effed up the booty call. <laughs> this is amazing to me. He is textbook shark. <laughs> he smith, he believes there's blood in the water because at a time mm -hmm. there was. But see, the mm -hmm. problem with sharks are they're simple-minded people. Just because they got you yesterday, they can believe they can get you today. And to them, yesterday, today, is like God. One day, a thousand years is a day, and a day is a thousand years. <laughs> it, it, today is the day, okay? So so what? Three years ago, he's going to try to reuse the same bait from the past to get mm -hmm. into your pants for today. Right. All right. He effed up, listen to me, ladies, the booty call. Go ahead. Right. So then he asked about how the man that I have is treating me. Is he treating you well? Uh-huh. And I say, yes, he's treating you well. He's like, that's good because you deserve to be treated well. You you are an amazing person. He's like, I just couldn't see it. And so, yeah, you definitely deserve to be treated well. He's like, so how are the kids? Put a pin in it. <laughs> Love and flattery bombing. <laughs> you a great person. You're an awesome person. You're the greatest thing that I ever met. You're the best person I ever met. I need you now. But he still hasn't disclosed anything about his relationships. Mm -hmm. He's still pulling on you and yours. How does mm -hmm. the man treat you? You say, great. Then he says, you deserve it. You're the best person ever. You deserve to be treated right. And you're the awesome person. And then he switches. He's tried, It's like, a, it's like a, a curve in the road. He doesn't want to continue to do that because you may catch on to the love bombing. Okay? The flattery mm -hmm. bombing. Because that's what they call it. Love bombing, but it's a flattery thing. Okay? You sow this and you sow that. So he has to throw in a curve because a shark is smart. He said, I can't over show my hand. I already said I effed up on the booty call, but she really didn't respond to that. So she didn't. She may didn't catch that. So I'm mm -hmm. going to go into she's great, she's fine, and then I'm going to go back into her relationship, and then I'm going to ask her about what she cares for the most. So we got playing with depression, playing with suicidal, playing with your relationship. And now we have you playing with my children. Here we go. She's a mother. So how are your children doing? Okay. So what I told him, I was like, they're fine. And I said, well, he was asking again about the relationship. Three times said, he's yeah. asked about this relationship. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So he interjected about, well, uh, your kids, it's like, my kids are good and the relationship's fine. I said, what it is, is I'm, and I told him this, I said, 
I'm not bringing my kids around him. He said, well, you never brought your kids around me. And I was like, right. So he, he put that in there. And so after we discussed that, he was talking about where he was because he was at work when we were talking. So he said, you know what, I'm going to get out the phone, but would you text me? And I was like, why should I text you? He's like, please. I said, okay. He's all right, I'll, I'll text you. I said, okay. So he gets off the phone and proceeds to text. So now that he's had me to talk to him, this is his next step. So his next step, he asked me in the text, did you ever think of me all those times I was not there? Oh, now he's going into the intimacy. Right. Now, let's put a pin in it right there and do some scolding on to the part of our great podcast grandmother. When she hung up the phone, she should immediately she should immediately not text him. She should immediately not call, not uh, uh, blocked him because this is just continuing. But it's good because this is what I want to point out to people. Even those of us who know, we can fall into it's subtle. Cause you see, mm -hmm. he's he's moved from. Will you do? See, will you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, cause she didn't ask to talk to him anymore, text him anymore. He he wants to see how much control he got. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna get off this phone. I need you to text me, please. And now you mm -hmm. start texting. Okay, so y'all carrying on now. The rest of the conversation on text. And the first thing he does is go intimate. No more kids. No more suicide. No more depression. Do you ever think about me in this time? Three years. So let me retranslate mm -hmm. that. Do you ever think about what we could be doing sexually over these past three years? Do you ever fantasize <laughs> about me? Do you ever think how, how I felt in your hands and arms or whatever, whatever? Did you ever think about me enough to let me back in? That's the real question, mm -hmm. okay? Go yeah. ahead. Tell us about how it went down. Okay, so... In the text message, I put to him, I said, why are you asking about that now? Does it matter? And so he's responded to me, oh, I don't, I don't really care. I was just, I was just wondering. And so I responded, I said, well, if it doesn't matter, then there's no need to make mention of it. There you go. Now, let me tell you something, <laughs> saints of God and, and ladies. When a person, man or female, says it doesn't matter, but they kill asking the question, that, that it does matter. Because why would you ask a question on something that doesn't matter? That would make you a bibbling, a bubbling, bibbling, bona fide idiot. <laughs> why would I talk to you about something that don't matter? Mm -hmm. That was said to me by a, a, a preacher one time that he did something and he said it didn't matter. But why did you do it if it don't matter? Are you that stupid? Yes, I'm that stupid. See, people let you know how stupid they are or how stupid they think you are by saying stuff like that. Uh -huh. You say to me, it don't matter. You ask a question, then you don't get an answer because it don't matter. Remember? Uh -huh. Okay. Somebody says you ask them why and they say it don't matter. You shut down right then and move on to another subject. They say, well, why do you ask my question? Because it don't matter by what you said. All right, go ahead. Okay. So after that reply from me, then he said his and he says, well, I thought of you. Mm -hmm. And so he asked the same question and pose the same question again. And he said, did you ever think of me? And so I copied the first text and I sent it back. The same thing. I didn't reply anything different. I just used the same thing I had copied and forwarded back to him the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so after a while, I got tired. He ended up, of course, this morning responding. I, I had, of course, blocked him now, but he responded, well, I hope you have a good night. 
and that was the end of that. But no, I did not give him any more more information than what he had already had, and that was my whole chameleon shark attack. <laughs> Amen. And you and you have survived. Yes, I have. I have survived. She has survived. So this gives everybody who's listening, male, female alike, especially females, an opportunity to know that you can survive the onslaught of the shark attack. Let me tell you what Tanika did well to kind of confuse the shark. When she started talking about a relationship, whether she has one or not, that is a good thing to do. Now, only thing advice I would give her and you ladies, make that relationship sound like it's Christmas, New Year's, Halloween, your birthday, everything that you could want in a man or a woman. Make it sound like that that is all he's all in all. If they ask you a sexual question, say, man, they do it. They do it even better than you. Now, if you want to see them quit, tell them that. <laughs> yeah, you were good, but this this person is 10 times better. Say something like that, that'll just, oh my God, that'll hurt their feelings and they got to move on. And they may even get belligerent with you. They may even cuss you out. But the thing about it is you have protected yourself and kept, what you did was set the trap so they wouldn't get close to the barrier. That's what we're going to talk mm -hmm. about uh, this coming Saturday. You, got, you, you set traps out beyond the perimeter of the barrier. Barrier is your last line of defense. But you need to set traps for the chameleon shark to, to make them come out of the chameleon mode so you can truly see the shark mode. And then what he didn't he ask you to perform some more, like text me so many times, or that he, that he gonna text you? Oh, he's gonna text you so many times, right? What was that? Well, he did say that he was gonna call me every other day. That part I forgot. Now, he was gonna call me every other day. So he's gonna earn the right to get into your panties by calling you every other day. Okay. <laughs> right. So again, we see the classic, the classic chameleon shark during cuffing season, our own podcasting godmother extraordinaire has gotten attacked. <laughs> and I want to let you know, people who are listening, it could happen to you. So don't take what we say lightly. We just forgive, provide information. We don't give names to protect the guilty. <laughs> and we want you to learn from this. Uh -huh. Some of you have been attacked already. And only question I have is, have you fared well? Because if it's a shark and you treat them like a man or a woman that deserves your affection, you could be cuffing yourself to someone that is going to affect your life for the rest of your life. In today's times, you may cuff yourself to someone that may end your life. So this is something that we joke about, and this was funny, but it was real. And it was amazing because we're not even at Thanksgiving yet, but we're right on the cusp of it. So he has to get whoever he's going to get so he can come over to the house and eat and, and screw and do whatever he want to do. But again, Tanika has made it to the other side. So, Tanika, last question before we get off this phone. What do you think you've learned about this? I mean, how did you, what do you, how do you analyze what happened? Well, for, for me, going through how we've, we've learned about cuffing season and how you and I have always done these series, it was good to utilize what I've known this entire time. Listening to him, just like you had said before, that maybe people weren't hearing, but let him do the talking. 
so I could hear that he was trying to pull things out of me. But he didn't get that much because I wasn't giving him that much big, long, drawn-out conversation of my life. I kept it short and sweet so he could move on to the next thing that he was going to do because he's got his own things that he has to pull out of me. And I wasn't giving it to because I knew he had a pattern of behavior. And that's one of the things that we have discussed. These chameleon sharks, they have a pattern of behavior. They just go back to doing what works for them. And if I was going to tell him I didn't have anyone, then he was going to move to his next direction because I'm now available. Wow. And and a lot of times that not being available throws a monkey wrench just for a little bit. Now, he kept pursuing because mm-hmm. he wanted to see what the quality of the relationship was. And if she mm-hmm. said anything that was counter positive, something that was showed a little shake in the relationship, so a little discord, he'd have honed in on that and came through. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I wished he wouldn't work so much. Oh, if I was with you, I'd be there all the time. I'd get off work and come see you. You see? Mm-hmm. Would you consider coming to see me? And if you say yes to coffee, tea, milk, or juice, you are gambling with your life in more ways than one. So, Tanika, thank you, Godmother Podcaster. Thank you, T. Drake. Uh, please come over to our Podcasting Connections uh, uh, was that Clubhouse? Podcast Connect Network Club. Oh, yes, yeah, Clubhouse. Po- po- mm-hmm. Podcast Connect Connect. Say it again. I always get it wrong. <laughs> Podcast Connect Network. Podcast Connect Connect Network. That that uh, uh, we're there every Saturday at four p.m. PST, six p.m. CST. 7 p.m. EST, and we would love to hear your conversation and your dialogue with us on this matter. But again, it's good to know that we now have the first uh, attack of the year. And I was telling T that now that one has attacked, others will come. So we just pray that she be on her guard. And again, this is what we say. If you decide to play, play with knowledge. Because what God say, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So if you're going to play the game with the shark, you better shark up. <laughs> you better shark up yourself and know the game that you're playing. And if yeah. you both become sharks and y'all feeding off each other, then whoever wins in the end, oh well. Oh well. This is Pastor Jay of Walker Truth Radio Network and T. Drake of God's Give Through His Word. I'm going to give my tag. I always want you to be encouraged, to be blessed, and be at peace. Always remember, walk in the truth of the Lord. And remember, this is puffing season. Beware. And T? And this is TJ, your podcasting Godmother of Connection. Remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God lays on your heart. And don't get cuffed by the chameleon shark. Amen.